Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. It's just going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Mailbag time. What's up, everybody? Get your questions in. Apple Podcast five-star review. And ask a question. Do it early in the week. It's got a better chance of being read on the show. Your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. And if you're watching live, youtube.com slash fantasy football today we will get to your youtube comments at the end of the episode it's adam jamie and dan schneier what is your shirt you have a giant shirt on and what does your shirt say there what kind of slogan is that training camp starts here 2006 giants this was the year before the super bowl win 2007 i was at training camp with my father up in albany we used to go all the time when it was in albany great time adam and it's a great day for me today you want to know why no better way to start your day off than cracking a joke, getting Adam to laugh at it. Immediate laugh. It was a natural immediate laugh <laughs> leading into the show. So those of you who heard him laughing in an intro, that was because of me and a joke I said. He won't give me credit publicly for it, probably, but that was a joke I said. And there you go. There's Jamie Eisenberg over there hiding behind the mic. Uh, your shirt does not say training camp starts here. It says training winning camp starts here. No, it says winning starts here. Oh, winning starts that, here. That's <laughs> <even close. laughs> Oh I was going to make fun of the shirt. You have a giant shirt on that says winning starts here. But in your opinion, it says training camp starts. Well, here. He's, already, he's already planning for training camp. Yeah. It's I'm, time to yeah, start right? thinking about training camp. What a, what a motivational shirt. Training camp starts here. <laughs> Giants 2024. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's get to your questions. First, <laughs> quick news items. James Conner is trending in the right direction. That's what we got on Friday afternoon. He's trending in the right direction. So we'll be ranking him and telling you all about it on Sunday. And Zay Jones is unlikely to play. If we get any news as we do the show, we will uh, we will keep it going for you. And yes, uh, keep it going. We'll t- we'll update you on it. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted because Zach Brook, our producer, said, "How does a shirt from 2006 still fit?" That's me. See, and it actually does. You have no way, no about the comment, Adam. <laughs> Look at this. This is you can't even call it a tight shirt, Dan kind of day. This is a loose shirt. Still fits. It's your loosest yeah. shirt. 2006. What? It's your loosest shirt. Not nah, it's not my loosest shirt, but I mean, it's 2006. <laughs> no, the, the hoodie. The hoodie is definitely. That hoodie, hoodie was yeah. so legit. That hoodie was all. I'm bringing that hoodie back right, one we, of these weeks. We do have some news, and we have this question here that does not need to be answered, but the question is, who's funnier, Adam or Dan? I'm not even going to answer it. I'm not going to answer it. You'll find it. You make the decision throughout the show. Uh, Zach Taylor says that T. Higgins is out, which we expected, but also Sam Hubbard. Pass rusher Ooh. is out for the Bengals. Unfortunately, this game is going to be defined a lot by who's out uh, in, rather than who's in, but hopefully we get good news on Jamar Chase. All right, Apple Podcast questions. This is from Travis in Omaha. Omaha! Uh, rest of season, I traded Jerome Ford and Trevor Lawrence hmm. for Kyron Williams. 
I have Fields and Murray at quarterback. I think it's just a one QB league. Yeah. And I have Eckler, Kamara, and Mostert. So would you trade Ford and Lawrence for Kyron Williams? I would. I think there's more upside with Kyron based on what we've seen. And the fact that the Browns just lost two offensive linemen or lost the second offensive lineman, second key offensive lineman, is going to be a little problematic. You've seen a little bit too much Kareem Hunt. So Kyron coming back in week 12 for the stretch run of the playoffs, I will take him over Jerome Ford. I would do the trade. I don't have as high expectations maybe as Jamie just because I am concerned with any offense led by Carson Wentz, uh, especially mid-season Carson Wentz, just trying to pick up this offense out of nowhere. But you don't expect Stafford to come back? I, I So I expect him to come back, but it's a matter of like, if you're in a season like this where you're out of the playoff contention, what is ultimately the incentive to come back in, unless you're 100%? So it just these types of situations just get tricky for me. Um, so I'm just a little concerned with that, I would say, because this offense without Stafford is not an offense I want Kyron Williams in. Yeah, I do need to bring something up about Kyron Williams that I didn't do on Wednesday when we talked about him on the trade show. <clears throat> when Cooper Cup came back, <clears throat> excuse me, they played two games together. And Kyron Williams had two targets in two games. One of the things that was really good for him was he had 10 targets in week two, seven targets in week three, three targets, three catches, 24 yards in week four. And I we knew it was going to happen. But when Cooper Cup came back, his role in the passing game absolutely cratered. So I do just think you have to keep that in mind. He's not going to be nearly as involved as he was involved as he was early in the season. Can I ask you guys for trade help? Because I am... I am struggling with the trade offer I just got. All right? Okay. I It's two QBs. Taylor Heineke is my fourth quarterback, so I don't need him. I would give up Mahomes and Heineke, and I would get Fields and Puka Nakua. What do you think? Um, Out for me. Yeah, I'd rather have Mahomes and Heineke. Really? All right, all right, fine. I'm giving up Mahomes in a two QB league. Oh, Mahomes, the, the 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 sixth best quarterback in fantasy football. If, I, if I'm giving up, if oh, I'm yeah, giving go ahead, Mahomes, make, make funny it, and laugh it, about Patrick Mahomes. That's a good getting good fields bet. back, getting fields. If getting if I'm field? giving up Mahomes, though, it's got to be so much of a slam dunk. This is not a slam. Right? Dunk. How is this getting yeah. close to slam dunk? You're taking a, a receiver who's now number two with a potentially bad quarterback situation, and Justin Fields, who's already injured, it's coming back and, next week. For now, we'll see what happens. All right, fine. I won't do it. I won't. So, so obviously, the manager you're trading with needs a second quarterback as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could you trade Heineke and something else to get Nakua? Right. Well, I think really, like, how much do I want Nakua? He already traded Nakua to me in one league, and it's worked out horribly. (laughs) So I don't, I don't want him to flee. Well, if you said you're not playing Heineke at all, like that's just turning a dud into an asset. Yeah, maybe. Uh, All right, this is from Skelly Rowe, and I don't know why he writes this. But he writes, in Alien, Paul Reiser locks Sigourney Weaver in a room with an alien to save himself. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Everyone is high on Dak Prescott, but I'm concerned with the game script. Pick one, Prescott, Stroud, or Kyler Murray? Well, I I would say this, that the Giants fans don't even know if it's training camp or winning (laughs) when it comes to the apparel that they wear. So they're confused. The team is confused. The The situation is beneficial for, for Dak. I would take my chances with Dak because I think if they – there's clearly a scenario of them building a big lead defensively and with their run game. But the way Dak's playing right now, all the quarterbacks are missing this week. You're in a good spot because you have Stroud also. So if you want to go with, with him over Dak, I, I wouldn't fight you on that one. But I just think Dak's locked in right now, so I would stick with him. Yeah, Dak is the play here for sure. From our Cody D, dear Kevin, Nora, Patty, and Holly Wayne. 
Oh, no, Holy Wayne. Holy Wayne. Okay, Dear Kevin, oh, Nora, Patty, and Holy Wayne. I think this is Leftovers. Char- is. Characters from The Leftovers? Correct. Correct. Oh, my God, am I good. Let's go. Um, Have you ever seen that show, Adam? Love it. Love oh, you show. do love that show? Yeah, it's a great one. Oh, I didn't think you watched any good shows. So, all right. <laughs> I mean, obviously, not including, like, Frasier, which you just spent 17 hours, 27 hours watching six seasons or whatever the hell long that was. But... Yeah, leftovers. By the way, if you love that show and you like Lindelof and that style of TV, Adam, you should try Mrs. Davis on Peacock. Okay, I definitely won't do that. Thank you, though. Uh, Cody's <laughs> question is: Should I start Trey McBride over Jalen Warren in half PPR? I would. No. Yes, I'm going Warren. All right, and love the setup for McBride. What? Jamie likes the setup for McBride. Oh, I love the setup for McBride this week. Yeah, I just think it's um, Kyler back. The Falcons have really been bad against tight ends when they've been featured, and I think he's going to get featured. Um, I mean, look, you're, you're counting on Jalen Warren to be significantly involved in the passing game, and that's not been the case for the majority of the last three weeks. I don't know if he scores. I just think McBride's got a higher ceiling. The other part of this question is he has James Conner coming off IR. Who should he drop in PPR? Zach Moss, Tank Dell, or Gus Edwards? Ooh, it's got to be Moss if that's your only choices. Yeah, I was thinking Moss too of those three. Let me throw one thing out though. Let's mm-hmm. say you don't need to. Let's say you're good at running back now that you have Connor back. Does it make more sense to keep Moss in case there's a Taylor injury? Because I I don't see a path for Gus Edwards having nearly as much upside as Moss if there's a Taylor injury. Well, I I, I counter that upside with the last three games that he just had. I mean, he's, you know, I still like if Taylor, if Taylor's more. out, if Taylor's out for the season, you're going to take Moss over Gus though. Sure. If Keaton Mitchell and, and Justice Hill are out for the season, then Gus Edwards is going to be just as good as he has been. I mean, you know, there, there's, there's both sides of that. If you're going to play the injury card, I, I, you know, if you want to, if you want to go that route also, keep Jalen Warren just in case something happens to Najee Harris. I think so, he was planning on that. All right. So you're dropping Moss. If, if everybody, if everybody's healthy, I'm dropping Moss. Okay. Uh, all right, this is from, uh, which one here? Seth. Hey, John, Brock, and Russell. Um, J- Broncos quarterbacks. John Elway, Brock Osweiler. Oh, good. Hey, you're on fire. This is a day oh, and a half this. for me so far with this. You, you are definitely training camp this game. Yeah, and I don't even <laughs> use Google like Adam does. <laughs> what right. a great joke. I, uh... All right, trade proposal. It's a two-wide receiver league, PPR. I would trade Eckler for Kyron Williams, Jerome Ford, and Bijan Robinson. No. I mean, you saved the best for last there. Um, yeah, I would. You'd do that? Wow. If, you, if you're starting, let's say, Eckler and Jaleel McLaughlin, like, you know, you're cycling through crappy number two running backs, you're getting two starters. I just think the difference between the Jaleel McLaughlin versus those two quote-unquote starters, Ford and Williams, which I guess they are starters technically, is not enough to make up for the difference between Eckler and Bijan. This is from Eagles 0-16. Subject, Adam is still the funniest on the show. Look, I didn't say it. (laughs) You read it, though. You pinpointed that email. There's thousands to choose from. He chose this one. Just keep that in mind, people. Dear Sponge, Billy, and Apple. Bob's. Bob's. Yeah. Yeah. I have Stroud, Kyler, and Fields in a league, mm. and I have Stroud and Kyler in another. Who do I trade, and what should I expect in return? 
I think Stroud is probably the best bet to get the most back at this point, right? That's what Would you I guys agree with that? Yeah, no, I, 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 I'll say something I say when we get these questions all the time. If you see a manager that needs a quarterback and you're not sold on which one you want to get rid of, you approach that manager and say, here are my three quarterbacks. Which one do you like the best? Make me an offer. And that starts the conversation because you're not sold on it. I agree with you, Dan. Sprouts is going to bring back the most, most likely. Fields could still command a pretty hefty price tag. And so could Kyler, you know, because yeah. of, of what he has been. So you never want to necessarily sell yourself short. And so if you're a little bit, you know, uncertain, hey, hey, Adam, here's my three quarterbacks. Which one do you want the best? Make me an offer. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, how would you rank them rest of season? Fields, Kyler, Stroud. Fields, Stroud, Kyler. And I think I would go. I think I would go Kyler, Fields, Stroud. Oh, okay. I really do. I really do. The only th- Kyler, only what's Kyler's like talking. points per game in the games he started? I think you had a stat on this earlier, Adam, didn't you? Did I miss this? I think he's in. I think he's in the twenties in points per game Who? over his career. Kyler. Oh, I it wasn't my stat, but started and finished. I thought this maybe is it was the guy. Stat. I mean, I mean, I'll tell you in a second, but he he in has shown. And finished, I think he, it was. He has shown QB one upside. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I feel me... like it's more of like a floor. His floor is even extremely high in games he started and finished. But I don't. I gotta find that. It's like a number one right, overall we'll... upside. Last year he was QB eleven per game, but he would have been QB seven per game if you took away week fourteen when he had one pass attempt and he tore his ACL. It. Uh, all right, I, let's I move on, guys. Something, else, Jamie. something else to keep in mind is that the Stroud has not had his Stroud has already passed his bye week. The other two guys still have their bye week, so you're going to lose true. a game. Yeah, with true. with uh, with Kyler and 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 Fields. All right, guys, we we'll go a little faster here. We have a lot of questions today. Actually, uh, yeah. this is from the stick does not stay in the burger. I don't know what that's in reference to, but it sounds like good advice. McBride, Johnu Smith, or Taysom Hill. Who do you who do you like this week? McBride in PPR, Taysom in half and none. And a quarterback, Kyler, Dobbs, Minshew, Mayfield. Kyler for me. McBride I would go with Dobbs, but it's close. And a wide receiver, JSN. I think he's going to be, I don't think Downs is going to play, so he's going to be your only one. Uh, okay, we'll move on. This is from Frankenstein's mom. Grade the trade. Nico gave up Nico Collins, Jalen Waddle, and Daryl Henderson. Nico Waddle and Henderson got Amonra St. Brown and Brian Robinson. Yeah, amazing trade. Hundred percent win, especially if you needed somebody for this week. You may have given him three players that aren't playing this week. Nico with the calf, and then yeah. two guys on a bye. I mean, you got Amonra St. Brown, and you didn't have to give up anyone near Amonra St. Brown's level, so that's easy. From Ethan. I, I don't I think it's a good trade by the way. I don't know that Jalen Waddle is nowhere near his level though. This year I don't think he is. Um I don't think it's close either. And if you look at a Monroe's schedule no, the rest so of the season, Lions have a really good schedule fantasy wise over the rest of the season. And you know, Waddle gets what half the volume of yeah. a Monroe St. Brown on a week to week basis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right, from uh from Ethan. Mayfield, Lawrence, or Kyler? Six point. Kyler for me. Mayfield. From Bailey, grade the trade. 10 team, PPR. I have Tua in fields, and I lost Dallas Goddard. So I give up Tua, so he still has fields. I get TJ Hawkinson. I'm fine with it, I guess. As long as Fields is back next week, you're okay. If not, you're going to be quarterback searching again. 
This is from somebody in a small town in Indiana. Dear Tony, Jeff, Dale, and Denny. Feels very NASCAR-y to me. Yeah, that does feel NASCAR-y. I don't know for sure. Tony, Jeff, Jeff, Dale, and Denny? Mm -hmm. Dale Earnhardt, Denny something. Jeff, Denny Hamlin? Yep. Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon. It's NASCAR. (laughs) That makes sense. I was I was thinking at first uh, when you said in, in you said in Indianapolis, right? Yeah, I was thinking Dungy. maybe Jeff Saturday and Tony Dungy. It's just, yeah, yeah. I attempted that, that was just I knew one of them, and I said, yeah, yeah, Jeff something, Tony something. <laughs> Terrible guess. That that erases all the goodwill I, I did out earlier in this podcast. We've got no, we've got some very good comments about Jamie's microphone, which is the size of his face. Oh my god, it's so big. That microphone is so big it captures his thoughts. Look at it. Now he can't even see his face. Yeah, it's, now he's bigger just, than his entire face. This microphone, Mike face. It's also the angle. I I've recorded from that studio. It's also the angle. The setup is just not like it doesn't make any sense. Like the the microphone is at level with you with where you're sitting, but needs to be either lower or higher. <laughs> okay, here's the question. You didn't like that technical breakdown? Not of really. Stead start <laughs> start two wide receivers from my stacked team. Deontay Johnson, Mike Evans, Christian Watson, Devontae Adams, and Jordan Addison. Doesn't sound that stacked to me. Well, he also has T. Higgins. Okay. It's pretty stacked. Um, I would go, you said Christian Kirk and Deontay Johnson were two of them? I did not say that. I said Christian Watson. Watson, Johnson, Evans, Adams, Addison. Evans and Deontay for sure. Deontay and Evans. Yeah, You only need two, so. Deontay it Evans, is. it is. From Morissette, I traded away Zach Moss and Cortland Sutton for James Conner. Yeah, I love it. That's a hell of a trade. Wow. Good I job. can't believe anybody would do that. From Gambino Mafia. Hey, Aaron, JK, Kirk, and Cam. Yeah, I know what this ACL is. tears? Injuries. Achilles. Injuries. No. Achilles. Did Dobbins tear his Achilles? No, he was ACL. No, Dobbins was. Aaron, what was it, Aaron? Oh, no, Dobbins was his Achilles, right? Was no. it? Oh, I guess. Four Achilles? No. These are Achilles. Yeah. I guess not. Aaron Rodgers, J.K. Dobbins, Kirk Cousins, Cam Akers. Wow. Would you trade away Goff for Dalton Kincaid? I have Fields and Kyler, and I yes. lost Goddard. In a heartbeat. Yep. In a heartbeat, folks. We've got some good fantasy cops for you when we come oh, back. Stay tuned on Fantasy Football Today. Welcome back, everybody. Should have had the music queued up, but after all, this is my first time hosting a show. Here we go. All right, it's time for the Fantasy Cops. Send in your league disputes. Put Fantasy Cops in the subject line. Fantasy Football. I have a new Oh, yeah? Microphone Cops. <laughs> microphone Cops. Uh, sir, your microphone is as big as your entire face. Yes, no kidding. All right, this it does look like a nice mic, at least. You sound good. That's the most yeah. important thing. 12-team redraft league with a group of friends for 10 years that you can trade draft picks in. Mm. Eight teams make the playoffs out of 12, and we also have a punishment for the last place team. All right, let's see if we can follow along. Team A and B are both 2-7, and and they're in 11th and 12th place. But they both could still make the playoffs if things fall their way these last five weeks. Team A decided that he's going to start selling some of his players for better draft capital next season. Team B tries to join the rest of the league and buy some of the players that Team A is selling. Team A tells Team B that although it's a fair trade, he won't trade with him since they're both fighting to avoid 12th place. 
Team B then decides to contact Team C and offers him a third-round pick if he can get the player, in this case, it's Ramondre Stevenson, by the way, from Team A for a fourth-round pick. So Team C would get Ramondre Stevenson for a fourth-round pick, would then turn around and trade Stevenson to Team B for a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. This deal has gone on behind Team A's back. So this does happen. Team A and Team C work out the deal for the fourth pick, and five minutes later, Team B and Team C follow through on their agreement. Team A is screaming that this is collusion, and they are plotting against him, so he ends up in last place. Eight teams, including me, the commissioner, think the move is fair. Four think it's shady and and are causing an uproar. My question, is this collusion or just a smart move by Team B because he still wants to compete and try to make the playoffs? This is an interesting Smart move by me. I don't, I don't it's, think it's collusion. Well, it's an interesting one because by definition, it is collusion, right? This is collusion by definition. No, I don't think so. I view it more as a three-team I trade. I, I agree with Jamie that this is just savvy management, and I'm, I don't want to take it away. But like, is it fair to say this is not collusion when other things are collusion? What's collusion? But in this it? case, though, in this case, they're not colluding to help each other in the sense of like a cheating way. They're not like helping he's, one he's, team. Collusion is when you kind of help right. one team. Right? right. Right. Both teams get helped. By They're this. both. Yeah. I, I think this is fine. I think it is a little sneaky, but I could see an NFL GM doing something like this. Right. Yeah. I think it's savvy as hell personally. <laughs> so I'm good with it. <laughs> it's really funny. I love that. Five minutes later, the train goes through that. That manager must've been so pissed yeah, I off. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, this one. What'd you say, Jamie? Why would you give Ramondre away for a fourth round pick? Because he's two and seven. He's out of it. So he's just getting a fourth round pick next year. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's a keeper league, is it? Is it a keeper league? It's no. a weird league. It's a redraft it's- league and you can acquire draft picks, but it doesn't say that's yeah. a keeper oh, league. Oh, 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 then that's a great trade. Yeah. And it's even better to get a third round pick for Ramondre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. From Conrad. Dear Matt, Sean, Walter, and Lofa. No idea. Is that USC? Lofa Tatupu, remember him? Yeah. Sean Alexander, or I don't know. Matt, no. Matt Leinert. The, the, the Seahawks from the, from the Seahawks? late 90s. All right, all right. Seahawks. Oh, wow. That's a good pick. Yeah, Sean Alexander didn't go to USC. I don't even think Zach was born in the late yeah, 90s. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. He Googled that. Uh, 12 team, a uh, 12 year, 10 team Superflex League. We have a manager that's three and six and an eighth place. All other competing teams have five wins. He's three and six. I'm the commissioner, and I'm out of it at two and seven. The three and six team traded Tyreek Hill to a competing team for Sam Laporta, uh, Jordan Addison, and Zach Moss. The three and six manager is the most novice player of the group and strictly goes off points earned and doesn't factor situations. I've had only to reject one trade ever. I normally would approve this, but other managers are upset because this would be his third suspect trade this season. Um, the difference is it's he seems to be out of playoff contention at this point. So should he be able to trade Tyreek Hill for Laporta, Addison, and Moss? And he's only two games out of the playoffs, I have to say. If he's two it's, games out of the playoffs, then there's no reason for him not to be still competing because there's enough time to catch up. Yeah. So I don't think this is a vetoable, vetoable trade. I don't think it's vetoable either for that same reason. Pretty and bad. I also don't know if it's even that bad. To it's be pretty good trade. I mean, you're giving up Tyreek Hill for Laporta, Addison, and Moss. That's terrible. I think it's not. It's not good. 
but it's, it's like you you liked the trade last week that was worse than this. No, I didn't like the trade. Don't I didn't like the trade. I just thought it wasn't vetoable. And well, this one's not vetoable. No, I don't. I agree. This I one's not vetoable either. All right, this one's from Zach. I am a manager of a team in a dynasty league. The commissioner put out a notice a few weeks ago about teams starting active rosters. I was one of the individuals who had a player on a bye. The past week, this past week, my starting tight end was out, and I did not start an active tight end because I didn't have one. I'm currently tanking for draft pick position, so I would have just picked up a fourth tight end from a random team anyway. The commissioner put out a notice for me to text him and clarify why I haven't. I texted him, and I never heard back from him. I find out today that I have been removed from the league. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's been a few issues with this commissioner in the past, such as approving his own iffy trade right before the playoffs. So I'm fine with being out. Am I wrong, though, for asking for my money back? I've played fantasy football for over a decade and have never had a problem like this before. You should absolutely ask for your money back, and I would let the other 10 people or however many people are in the league know that this guy, what, what this commissioner did, and say, if you'd like to remove him, and we continue the league someplace yeah. else. Oh, I like, like that idea. Stupid. Like, why? Yeah. yeah, I like Jamie's idea. Let's let's continue the league without the commissioner. And Move as the on. commissioner of a dynasty yeah. league, if I were going to kick out the, the tanking managers who have accidentally started inactive players, Dan Schneier would have been kicked out three or four times by now. <laughs> <laughs> I just rely on Adam to fix my lineup every week. That's all. Oh, that's thanks, all. buddy. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I, I am... I am very curious to see because Dan is tanking in two leagues. Um, no, the one league I inherited a tank job. Okay, go on. Well, you're still tanking. You're continuing. I have, tank. Unfortunately, I don't know how to get out of that hole. I've tried. Go ahead. Um, you didn't try hard enough. I, I made you terrible trade offers and you turned them down. Um, that would have benefited you. Terrible for me. Um, like what? I offered you what I offered you uh, second round pick for Allen Robinson last year, and you said no. Oh, that one was yeah. That was tough. That was tough. No, um, that was way early. But. Uh, I'm curious to see when what Dan's gonna do with these teams and turn them around. I think the one in your league is much more doable based on yeah, the roster that he had. That one. The I, one in I mean, the one in Loyolo, it's just tough because I inherited basically nothing on the roster, and I just have to figure out how to get that. Like, I don't have much to trade. Like I got forced into making a bad trade with Heath, where I gave him Mark Andrews because I didn't because the yeah, draft started, and the roster was over the limit, and then I couldn't draft players unless I made a trade. It was just horrible, horrible management by me. Also a stupid quirk in the league, by the way. Uh, I got to tell you, man, We like I, I'm sure Dan is one of the three teams. The two other managers might be listening right now, so you're not doing anything wrong, and I have no problem with what you're doing. Don't take offense, but we got three teams tanking at a 12 in our Big Burger Dynasty League, Yeah, and I just hate it. I year just, one, too. Yeah, the first year, it's like, and, and, and one of the guys, I mean, he is set up for so much future success. But so it's probably, it could be worth it. But I have two I first round picks it. next year. Yeah. I think Tim has, he, no, he has a million. Yeah. yeah he, he's, but I also don't hate my team either. No, your team's not bad. But I mean, you you make it bad. But all right. Anyway, uh, let's read all some young emails. guys. Yeah. It's all just young guys that haven't hit. Uh, fantasy football at CBSI.com. This one is from Jason in Pennsylvania. Give me two of this group. Nico, Addison, and Madison. Nico, Addison, Madison. Um, well, we can't do Nico. He's out. He's probably. not out. Well, he's most likely. Okay. Maybe he'll play without practicing. All right, I'm going to say the Nico other plays, two. I don't think Nico. If Nico plays, then pick two. If Nico plays, I'll go easy Nico, if Nico and, doesn't play. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Nico and Madison, if he plays. I don't think he's playing. 
And the other option here is T. Higgins that he gave us. So uh, that's that's one one now yeah, I, I would yeah. bench I would bench Madison if Nico plays. This is from Connor. Pick two of three. Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Ridley, Deontay Johnson. Well, this one's easy. Calvin and Deontay, even if Nico plays. It's a good week for Calvin, I think, to get back on track. I would go Nico if he plays. You think you like uh, Nico did not practice today. Over Calvin or over Deontay? Over Calvin. Uh, but Nico did not practice today, so it looks like he's out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, he's probably out then. Just came just came through. Notable Texans not at practice today. Nico Collins, Damian Pierce. Um, they're missing uh 2-0. And we know Kyrie Fairbairn's out. Can you say that 2-0 more times? There you go. Close enough. Uh, from who's this emailer? I don't know. I don't have a name for him. Hey, Frank, Carlos, Elijah, and Christian. No idea. Just think about the, the last two, Elijah and Christian, and go from there. <laughs> These are clearly 49ers running backs. Oh. Frank Gore, Carlos Hyde, and then Elijah yeah, and Christian. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rashi you Rice was nope. dropped in a 12-team PPR league. Who should he drop to pick him up? Options include Harrison Butker, Hmm. Tajay Spears, Zach Charbonnet, Brock Purdy. And that's it. Maybe Jerry Judy. Bucker. 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 All right. You need to stash this kicker. There's yep. no there's no guaranteeing he'll be outscoring these random other kickers. From D. Although you are probably ready to put a stick in this whole debate, I thought I would chime in with some additional <laughs> information. Uh, we had lunch with our former exchange student from Finland and her husband last week. He ordered mm-hmm. a hamburger that came with a stick in it. He left the stick in the burger and ate around the stick before taking it out. Also, he ate it with a knife and fork, which I believe well, no. is the custom in many countries. No. Has Dan checked to see if he is part Finn? Uh, no, don't. Go. I was loving this until the knife and fork thing came out. I'm not a knife and fork guy. I don't eat my pizza with a knife and a fork. I don't eat my candy bars with a knife and a fork. So what? Don't eat my burgers. You don't know. You that's, don't. You say what? Is that Jamie? That's Costanza. Come that's on, Costanza. Jamie. Come on, Jamie Seinfeld. You got to know that when you're mad at me for missing references, you can't even get a Seinfeld reference. Come yeah. on. That's a great. That's a great Seinfeld bit. He yes, was eating a Snickers but, with a fork and knife or something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but listen, I have actually had more feedback on this than you guys would realize on Twitter. Thank you very much. And someone sent me a picture today or yesterday of a. Uh, Sandwich they were eating, not even a burger. That's the point. A sandwich they were eating in Spain, I believe, or one of the countries over there. might have been Portugal, something like that. I'm sorry if I forgot. And it had chicken cutlet, avocado spread, all sorts of stuff on it. He left the stick in there. It came with a stick. That wasn't a temperature stick. That was a keep your sandwich together (laughs) stick. Okay? Okay. I think I'm going to start asking every restaurant I go to, do you keep the stick in when you eat? We'll take a, I'll take a, uh, an informal poll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does offering Travis Etienne and, Co- nope, sorry, Eckler, Eckler and Pitts hmm. for Taylor and Andrews seem like a reasonable trade? Give up Eckler and Pitts, get Jonathan Taylor and Mark Andrews. I mean, that's a win times a billion if you make that happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I, like I'm not I'd, sold on a times a billion, but I'm good with it. I feel like I'd rather have Taylor than Eckler. Me too. I would not. I, would not. I like it, what I saw from Eckler last week. He's just not running the ball well. 
You know, I mean, doesn't it, matter, it doesn't though. really matter, but it, it matters a little. You like what you saw from Eckler last week against the Jets? I liked in the red zone. I liked I liked how he scored. I just feel like he's looked like himself to me for the first. I know the running wasn't there. I get that. The catching yeah. wasn't there either. But he had seven no, targets. He had seven targets. But he had he had what I wanted, which was the targets. There's no one else to throw the football to anymore there. Quinton Johnson's not getting those targets. And the red zone looked good to me. That's what I want at Eckler. All right, let's see if Dan is old enough to know this one. This email, by the way, is from Dan. A different Dan, I assume. Dear John, Jim, Dan, and Ken. John, Jim, Dan, and Ken. This could be... John, Jim, Dan, and Ken. So this is a Ken... This is something that people make fun of the Jets for. Quarterbacks. Yes. John John Elway. John, oh, quarterbacks they didn't get. John Elway, Dan Marino. Jim Kelly, and and the one they got was Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien, okay. Still the greatest quarterback class of all time. Yeah. I need three of these four running backs. Is it better than Eli Roth and Rivers? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Elway, Marino, and Jim Kelly? Getting Elway and Marino, that was easy. (laughs) (laughs) Ken O'Brien wasn't bad. That's a terrible take. I don't want that buried in. It's a horrible take. Let's erase that. Bad Somebody take. Bad that. take. I don't know. You're not. You're not going to be trading camp many games with those quarterbacks. Uh, I need three of these four: Etn, Bijan, Eckler, and Aaron Jones. Etn, Bijan, Etn. He needs three. Eckler, Aaron Jones. I'm going to go the first three. I'm sitting Aaron Jones. I'm yeah, sitting Bijan. You're crazy. Ooh. I love Aaron Jones. He's my start of the week. Is he? Well, I just love him. I mean, I don't. If you had one, I think he's probably going to be too started. But he's he he said he wasn't even a hundred percent last week. He's hoping he's going to be a hundred percent this week. I I just the Steelers don't have a good run defense, and even if they did, he he got he's getting so many targets. He's getting five or six targets three games in a row. So I love him, Aaron Jones. Let's go, Chris from Denver. Give up Calvin Ridley and Deontay Johnson. For Devontae Adams and Marquise Brown. This is a non-PPR trade. Ridley and Deontay for Adams and Brown. Out on this entirely. I'm in. Okay. What is it again? I'm sorry. Ridley and Deontay for Adams and Brown in non-PPR. Oh, you love Marquise Brown with Kyler. I forgot. Well, I think Deontay in non-PPR is, you know, a a downgrade. But I would do this to get Adams. The upgrade up, upside of Adams, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't see much upside with Adams. Um, okay, this is from Kevin. Please pick three wide receivers and a flex in full PPR. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, DeAndre Hopkins, and Deontay Johnson. First of all, who are you sitting there? Wilson, Olave, Wilson. Hopkins, Deontay. You got to sit one. Good God, that's a loaded group. Mm-hmm. Um, Godwin, I'm sitting. Nope, I didn't say him. No, no, not Godwin. It was better than that. Garrett Wilson, Olave. Chris Olave, DeAndre Hopkins, Deontay Stop. Johnson. I'm struggling with this one. Man, I don't want to just make Godwin part of it. Um, I'm sitting Deontay. I'm not. I don't want to sit Deontay, but I also don't want to sit Garrett Wilson against Raiders. I don't really want to sit Olave. And who was the last I one? Olave. DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I'm probably going with Olave because that was, yeah, I can't sit Hopkins with Levis, so I guess I have to sit Olave. And then you need a flex from whoever you're sitting, Olave, I guess, Joe Mixon and Javante Williams. 
Oh, wow. This is a stacked team. Um, I'm going to go mix in the flex. I'm good with that, especially without. No, actually, damn it. I don't I don't want to play Mixon at flex with potentially Chase injured and not playing or playing as a decoy and no Higgins. I think the offense could totally crater without those two. Uh, go Olave for me for my flex. All right. Uh, I think I have just a few more emails here, and then we'll do your YouTube comments here. This email is from No Name. Dear Charlie, Dennis, Mac, and Frank. Always Jamie. sunny characters. Yeah, all right. I was going to ask Jamie if he knew that. Pick two running uh, backs. Sorry. Bijan will be one, so pick another one. Zach Moss, Tyler Algier, or Leonard Fournette, if he's active? Moss. Moss. Okay. Uh, by the way, who wins in a 40 between Jamie, Dave, and Heath? Oh, I got I have a clear answer, I think. Yeah, I'll he- let... Heath. Definitely Heath. Yeah, it was going to go Heath by far, but I don't know if that's... Heath's in... I would think I'm faster than Heath. Ooh, I love that. Yes, that's what I was hoping to get out of that. (laughs) I've seen you both recently. That's not a good way to judge, though, but I just, Heath looks like he's faster than you. That doesn't mean he is, but he looks like he's faster than you. He's tall, so he's got a a high advantage. Stride length, he has that. No, Dan is actually, this you might not know about Dan, this is in all seriousness, he's very good at looking at people and determining their speed. Very, very (laughs) skilled. But Heath runs like every day. Oh, that's also that, that's like endurance. Jamie, We're talking Jamie doesn't exercise. Jamie, was the last time you exercised? Yeah, that's a good question. August. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, Mickey in a city that's home does, to does moving does moving the tea off the home plate and t ball kind of exercise. Well, do you brush it first? Um, Did you brush depends. home plate? Got a, got a championship game tomorrow. Got a got a hey, game. Hey, let's go. All right, uh, this is Mickey in a city home to Volcanoes Stadium. I never heard of Volcanoes Stadium. Uh, Dear Sean, Lassie, Juliet, and Gus, that would be psych. I tried baked burgers for the first time tonight against my will, and I have to admit, they were just fine. Nothing wrong with cooking them in the oven, but I did need a toothpick to eat this burger, so I was curious (laughs) if I fall in the net positive or the net negative in Adam's eyes. Baked burger, but needed the stick. I'm going to go negative here. Uh, I'm a big Seahawks fan. I'm curious what you all have seen from the lackluster offense this year. Certainly seems like Geno has regressed significantly, but it seems like it's more than that. And I don't just mean the line issues. The offense doesn't have nearly enough pre-snap motion. It's way too bland. seems like there are far fewer deep shots being taken this year, which was his bread and butter last year. Basically, he wants to know what we think of the Seahawks offense. That was incredibly detailed evaluation. You nailed it with a lot of that stuff as far as the pre-snap motion goes, as far as not taking the same, the deep shots not seemingly there. I think part of the issue for them is that they've been juggling all season with what kind of offense they want to be, like as far as like using 12 and 13 personnel at times, getting those extra tight ends on the field, and then going back to different looks with 11 personnel. Injuries haven't helped. I would say that if they can get all three of those receivers fully healthy and feeling fully healthy at the same time, we'll start to see some more of those vertical shots again from Geno Smith. But Part of it is they have to obviously get back to a position where they can give him those launch points in the pocket to throw from. And without protection that and issues on the offensive line, that becomes very hard to do. I've been watching them a decent amount lately, and Gino has been terrible the last couple of weeks. He has not looked good. I don't agree. Cleveland that they and have, Baltimore, though. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, I don't agree that they have not uh, taken as many shots. I did think that, but I actually just looked at the numbers, and it's not as th- so much that he is throwing fewer deep shots. He's just having a lot less success. Uh, Metcalf's been playing through injuries. Lockett might be getting old. So it's a lot of things, but I definitely think Geno just had like this charm season last year. You know, one of our guests that we had on, I want to say beyond the box score, preseason. I wish I remember who said it. Said that Geno Smith, um, last year he he had maybe like the most dropped interceptions or the most interceptable balls that weren't intercepted or something like that. So I think he got a little lucky last year and the turnovers have hurt. All right, last one is from Andrew. Uh, hey, Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Schneider. I'm six and three. What the hell was that? Half PPR league. I offer the Justin Jefferson manager, Tony Pollard and Calvin Ridley for Justin Jefferson. Uh, what do you think? Did he overpay? His team is now yeah. Herbert, Brees Hall, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs. So he's pretty loaded. Justin Jefferson, Puka Nakua, Deontay Johnson, Jahan Dotson, and Dalton Kincaid. It's an overpay in my mind. It is an overpay, but if Jefferson comes back, let's put it this way. If Jefferson had been playing all along, could you get Jefferson for that much? Yeah. I th- I'd still Yeah, think. I think so. I mean, like maybe I'm not as high as you guys are on Jefferson's return. I am not high at all on this Jefferson return to fantasy football for a multitude of reasons. One, I think a risk of re-injury with a hamstring and soft tissue injuries is really high too. I just don't think magically him and Josh Dobbs with zero rapport together, zero time spent together, no timing, no rhythm in the passing game are just going to all of a sudden be awesome. Josh Dobbs is not good throwing downfield. First of all, we know that. And he has no reps with this guy. I, I just, maybe, I, I don't think he's going to be horrible in fantasy or anything. I just don't think he's going to be that level that we're used to with Justin Jefferson. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think you should go into expecting that level. But you're giving seventy five percent of Justin Jefferson is still top ten. Um, will he be top ten? I would say he'd be fringe, fringe wide receiver one every week with some really bad four for forty six type weeks or eight for eighty two type weeks that aren't terrible and get you right on that fringe. But I don't know. I I mean Pollard. And Calvin Ridley. You're giving up two guys you're starting until Jefferson's back. We don't even know when Jefferson's you're, you're, you're overrating. You're uh, overrating Ridley quite a bit. And Pollard. Yeah. I, it's not like, oh, maybe, maybe they are name, more name than game. I'll give you guys that. But they still have both have potential. I don't hate JJ Kyle Beck. I think he's a, the best receiver in football when healthy. He's coming off a soft tissue. Kyle Beck says Dan hates JJ. No, I don't. He's coming off a soft tissue injury, and Josh Dobbs is his quarterback who just joined the team. Like situation matters, right? Or else we'd be starting. We'd have different opinions on everyone across the fantasy landscape. It, it, it's not. It's not a bad opinion that he's not going to be the same guy. But Dobbs has also never been in a system like this with a uh, weapons like this. So. You know, will Kevin O'Connell, who I think is a pretty smart coach, yeah, buy into putting Jefferson in enough reasonable spots that will maximize Dobbs' potential to get him the ball? So I would bank on that. Ridley has been arguably a bust, and Pollard, we talked about this Wednesday, is in the conversation one of the bigger first round busts of the year. Yeah, they both made the all bust team. I'm uh, pretty sure. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, I can't remember if we settled on Bijan or Pollard. Let's take a break, and we'll read your YouTube comments when we come back. Make them about Dan, and they will probably get read. All right, we'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. Okay, we're back. Dan, what uh, social activities are you doing by yourself this weekend? Uh, So, yeah, 
concert by myself a couple weeks ago. Never recapped it. Unbelievable experience. You did recap it. I'm pretty sure you recapped it. I will say this though. Concert by yourself. It's pretty fun. So I'm for it. But this weekend, nothing. I got nothing fun. I wanted to golf today. It's 49 degrees out by me. 49 degrees and just devastating to lose golf like this for good. I just didn't see it coming. Fell in love with the game. Got addicted this off season. Now I got nothing, Adam. This is going to be a bland weekend. Didn't see it. Com- um, didn't see that cold New York weather coming. Who would have no. thought? <laughs> <laughs> it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll watch UFC tomorrow night. There that you might go. Play some poker, yeah. man. I'll play some poker. That's always for sure. that's 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 a given. All right, let's uh, get some questions here. This is from Dylan. Should I trade Kelsey for Bijan Robinson and Puka Nakua? No, no, aim higher. He says he needs a running back, aim but higher. I still wow. say no. Okay. Um, it's not giving Okay, twelve-team dynasty superflex league. The Mahomes, the Mahomes Whoa. manager is dealing him. Whoa! Would you give up a twenty twenty-four yes. first, a twenty twenty-five first, and Jamison Williams? Do it. Do it before another manager gets this. Do it fast. <laughs> Do this immediately. Those twenty twenty-four first and twenty twenty-four first. Oh, first of all, unless you're twenty twenty-four first, is it like first overall? Are you that bad? I don't know because then you're getting Caleb Williams. Um, in addition to, I still want Mahomes. I still don't care. Mahomes is 27 years old, right? Sure. I would see if maybe you can turn Richardson and one of those picks into Mahomes. He has Lawrence and Richardson. Um, either way, do it. Get get Mahomes. Mahomes. Just insane to me. Okay. Uh, from Matt Pick, pick three, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Demario Douglas, Brian Robinson and Dalton Schultz. Who are your three? Um, Schultz is the easy one for me. I'll go go Robinson, Schultz, Douglas. Douglas and Robinson. Yeah, Yeah, sit the Packers, right? Final three, sit the Packers. I don't want anything to do with this Packers offense. I have to start Christian Watson in like three leagues this week. Fired hard on the under and then weirdly the over. The point total started to move toward the over, which was odd. What are your thoughts on Taylor Heineke this week from Girk? I have Mahomes on a bye. We had four quarterbacks that we talked about on the waiver wire show. He was the fourth of just, you know, desperation plays to varying degrees, but you know, desperation plays for this week. And it's a, it's an easy matchup against the Cardinals. I think that game's actually going to be more high scoring than people expect because I think the Cardinals offense will show up. So I, I don't mind Heineke, but he's not my favorite by replacement. Okay. This one says, Dan in half PPR, would you trade Montgomery and Olave? For Gibbs and St. Brown. Wow. Yes, I would. But yeah, I would, but I don't think it's as big of a slam dunk. Uh, no, I take it back. St. Brown's in this trade. What am I thinking? Yes. Easy. Do it immediately before this offer comes off the table. I Why don't you um, find another, like, make it Montgomery and Laporta for Gibbs and St. Brown? Just all line. <laughs> um, yeah, you're getting the best player. So it's, yeah. it's the right move to make. Would you trade Brian Robinson and Christian Watson? For T. Higgins or even Tua, yeah, yes. Well, you're no, three, and, three six. and six. So you can't really trade for Higgins since he's out right now. Or Tua. He's on a bye. But I wouldn't you do, should it do it anyway. You need this win. But not, yeah. I mean, you kind of should do it anyway because Christian Watson and Brian Robinson, like. Exactly. Like, like you could definitely. First of all, okay. I would not trade for T. Higgins right now because if he's missing this week's game, which he is, right. they play yeah. Thursday. 
a right. next week. So you're probably talking about at least a two-week absence. I, I, it's just a guess. Maybe he comes back, but I'd be surprised. So I uh, if, would trade. The choices are these two, it would be two. Yeah. But everyone should just be aware of that. T. Higgins plays on Thursday. So if you buy low, you're probably getting it. I, I, I'm not an expert, but be at least prepared for him to miss at least two games. Um. Oh, God. Nice shirt, Dan. Do they make them for fantasy analysts? <laughs> That's this so shirt is mean. perfectly picked. The shirt is like falling off of me here in the sleeves. What are we talking about? <laughs> I think he was just calling you a non-fantasy analyst. I don't get it. What does that have to do with anything? I think... It, I, Dude, start Demario Douglas. No, right over my head like that thing you guys tried to tell me last week that I then slow motion <laughs> told you back. Touch oh, down there. <laughs> PPR Demario Douglas, Noah Brown, or Jerry Judy. Judy. Yeah, I was leaning Judy, so I'll just go Judy here. All right, let's read two more. Jamie is truth. Yeah, S- misspelled Jamie. Flex one in PPR. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs, Taysom Hill, or McBride? I think I like McBride the best. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with McBride for full PPR over Hill. Over Hill. I don't love Gibbs this week at all. And Dan looks like he has a 54 handicap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, buddy, picked the game up three months ago, four months ago, whatever it was. Already shooting low 100s, baby. And that's without a short game. Um, drive, as Thomas said the other day when he joined this podcast, Thomas Schaefer, shout out Thomas Schaefer, not on today. He said, well, Dan started the day hitting seven of seven fairways, and that was a true and accurate statement. So get off the tee good. So no, not a 54. All right. Of course, it was the same fairway. You are defensive, though. Every time. What did you say? You are what? defensive. <laughs> I said it was the same you know, that's fairway every time. Adam. You never golf before, right? Yeah, I, go- I used to golf in high school. Oh, okay. Wow. So, you how'd you find the time as a backup goalie to be on? <laughs> you were a backup goalie. Was, what? What sport were you a backup goalie? In? Soccer. I was the best backup goalie on the team. You were a backup goalie on your high school soccer team. So the story is, <laughs> they have backup goalies on the team. We had this class my junior year in high school. We had this class called soccer skills. It was like an alternative to PE, right. and we just played soccer. And I would, I played goalie, and I was okay at it. And the coach was like, "You want to join the team?" I was like, okay, fine. So I was the backup goalie. I was basically almost nothing was expected of me. Like everybody was running <laughs> and, and getting in great shape. And I just, I wasn't, but I, so the, the we had a great goalie. I'm pretty sure he played uh, college soccer. He was so good, but he had this, uh, he had this propensity for picking up like yellow cards in the box and giving the other team a penalty kick. So he would foul someone in the box I'd come in, get scored on on a PK, and then he'd come right back in the game. That was basically my career as a as a high school backup goalie. And then there was one game. That my I was a senior. He was a junior. The last game of the year, I played the entire game. I started. It had monsoon, and we were playing some crappy team on some crappy field, and it was it was mud, and that was my start. And so I, we're warming up, and someone takes a shot from like 15 yards away. And um, 15 yards or 15 feet, 15 yards away. And uh, I dive for it and the ball stops in a puddle like <laughs> 10 yards before it even gets to me. So those are the conditions of like me, like swallowing muddy water, like diving around. That was uh, my, my moment of glory in high school. Anyway, here's our last question. Start two running backs in a flex. Pollard, 
Rashad White, Jameer Gibbs. Pick two of those. Pollard, for sure. Pollard and White. That's easy. Yeah, that's fair. And then a flex. Gibbs, Ridley, Kincaid. Ridley for me. Uh, I'll go Kincaid. Yeah, same. And then Ridley or Kirk in a different league? Kirk. And Kirk. Kirk. And then Laporta or Kincaid? Kincaid. Ooh, that's tough, huh? Kincaid? That's tough, but I'm going to go Kincaid as well. All right. Wait, is this a real story? Zach, you were the sixth man in badminton. Is that real? <laughs> yeah, so I, I signed up late. I was undefeated. We were really good. I also like, I'm like, so I'm 6'4". I've got like a 6'6 six, six wingspan, so I could like go all over the place. <laughs> but the kids were really good. But they only let me play once because you don't get hurt in badminton. So there's not much playing time, but I am undefeated <laughs> in uh, Baltimore County, Maryland, uh, badminton history. Wow. So, Wait a second. Nice. You're six foot four? I know. It was insane to me, Adam. When I saw him in person, it was the most insane, unexpected thing I was ever. I right? thought he was our height. I thought he was like five nine. I thought he was like five nine. He was our height or something. No, Zach Brook is a six foot four human being. And I saw him in person and was stunned by this, Adam. You're stunned. solid on Dave, right? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Led my, I led my rec basketball league in block shots. Game, so <laughs> stunningly tall, yeah. Adam. Stunningly tall. I can't. This is destroying my brain it right now i can't i can't if process you this you cannot process the size of zach brook over there holy cow that is so weird i've only ever seen him sitting down on zoom same all right that was uh, sitting down was i did a lot of that when i was the backup goalie by the way i was really good at it yeah. uh th- thanks have a great weekend everybody and um we will uh training camp starts here <laughs> <laughs> losing starts here what ridiculous <laughs> later have a great weekend happy veterans day and uh we'll uh talk to you on sunday see ya